Hey, it's Chris here. I've got a quick question for you. What are you doing November 9 through to the 11th this year, 2019? If you're available, I want you to consider coming to our annual conference, which takes place in London, England, every single November. It's called the Youpreneur Summit, and it is the UK's number one online entrepreneurship conference. But don't let the fact that we're using the word UK in there spoil it for you. In fact, actually, we've now had people from over 40 countries around the world attend the event since we started it in 2017. This year, you're going to get the opportunity to learn from people like Todd Herman. Hal Elrod, JJ Virgin, Sue B. Zimmerman, Phil Jones, and a host of other incredible entrepreneurs and extremely successful business owners. And we would love for you to be able to come and spend some time with us, learn lots, mastermind plenty, network like your life depended on it, and go away from the event ready to take on the world more than ever before. The first two years sold out months before the conference even took place, and we doubt that 2019 is going to be any different. So head over to youpanasummit.com right now to secure your ticket. That's youpreneursummit.com. I'll see you in London. This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, a place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Well, hello there and welcome to episode number 339 of Youpreneur FM. You are in the right spot, my friend, if you are an entrepreneur that wants to build a business based around you, your personality, your experience, and the people that you want to serve. I'm your host, Chris Ducker, founder of Youpreneur, which is the world's fastest growing personal brand business education company. And, you know, every now and then I do this podcasting thing as well. Uh, we've got a great show lined up this week with JJ Virgin, an incredible eight-figure health and fitness personal brand powerhouse. And you're going to find out all about what she's been through in her career to get on all the TV shows that you've heard of, in all the magazines you've heard of, and all the news outlets that you've heard of, and build this incredibly, incredibly diversified business based around her ethos and her thoughts in regards to health and fitness in general. However, before we get cracking, just a quick reminder that Youpreneur FM is brought to you by the Youpreneur Mastermind community, the premier online community for entrepreneurs wanting to build a profitable, sustainable business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. Community members get exclusive access to our acceleration training library, which includes everything you'll need to know to build, market, and monetize a successful business. And couple that together with our monthly mastermind calls, discounted tickets to our live events, and access to our enthusiastic, supportive member-only forums. And you've got everything you need to succeed. If you're serious about building the business of you, as I call it, and in the most rewarding profitable way possible, then you must join us. So be sure to head over to youpreneur.com today for more info. 
So onto this conversation with JJ and I, who actually I only just met for the first time in late 2018. We were over in San Diego together, both keynoting Hal Elrod's Best Year Ever Blueprint event. And uh, we'd never actually met in person before, although we have been in the same circles for many, many years. And I was astounded to see JJ get up on stage and start gushing over me in front of about 600 people talking about how I was her big business crush. And uh, it well, to say that it floored me would be a complete understatement, but I was very happy to hear her speaking so highly of me in front of a room full of strangers and right before I was due to go on stage. So JJ, thank you very much for warming up the crowd for me in San Diego that day. What I love about JJ is the way that she has diversified her business based around her personal brand. There's everything from online programs to health and fitness supplements to pretty much everything you can imagine when it comes to coaching and, and mentoring and things like that as well. It's an incredibly diversified youpreneur ecosystem that she's built out. And I deep dive with her on a number of different areas of that ecosystem and a lot more in this conversation. Folks, this is one of those conversations where you need to have a notebook and a pen ready. So go grab those and let's get started. JJ, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. You know, I've got the biggest crush on you. <laughs> I had to tell my husband. Rumor, rumor has it that this is a thing. And it's a, th uh, it's a real thing. It is. We, sh we okay. should probably follow up by saying it's just a business crush. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that, uh, and, and, and then that Tim is relatively okay with this. Am I right? <laughs> yes, he's just dealing with it. He's, yeah. he's just getting on with it, yeah. Um, <laughs> look, I've got to say, I am so incredibly excited to have you on the show because not only have I been a, a big fan of yours for a while, and I love the fact that we've, when we finally got the opportunity to meet at uh, Hal Elrod's event last December, that the two of us kind of shared this mutual, very instant, um, you know, respect uh, for each other and gratification for each other based on our work and that sort of type of thing. But this is special for me because you have transcended so many different industries as a personal brand entrepreneur yourself through, you know, media and now online programs and authoring books and all this different stuff. I mean, when I look at the Youpreneur ecosystem as it is, as I've designed it, you have fundamentally filled every single gap. Wow, I checked career. all the boxes, huh? Every single one, darling. <laughs> every single one. That's so which, cool. Which, which I tell you, it's quite rare, particularly because of the traditional media part of it. And you've obviously crushed with TV and all the rest of it there, right? So before we get into the nitty gritty, and guys tuning in today, you are in for a treat because we're going to really deep dive with JJ on how she's monetized this amazing personal brand that she's built. But before we do that, for any of those people that might be tuning in that aren't quite familiar with what you've done, particularly in the health and the fitness space and diet and all that sort of stuff, give us the, 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 the 90-second JJ rundown here so we all know where we are. All right. Well, in the consumer space, I've always been obsessed with weight loss. And early on as one of the first personal trainers, I was like going, all right, what they're teaching me in grad school, which is eat less, exercise more, was not working. So I was like, no one's going to pay me to make them worse, not better. So right. I went back into the library and I started studying, you know, I was in grad school, so it wasn't, wasn't hard. I started studying physiology and hormones and I went, huh, 
this whole calorie model isn't ridiculous. This is not the way it works. Our body's not a bank account because we literally were taught create a 500 calorie deficit. I said, we are not a bank account or chemistry lab. So then what happens? And so one of the things I discovered over the years is that even if you're eating healthy, there's foods that could be hurting you and making you hold on to weight. And so my first big book, uh, New York Times bestseller was The Virgin Diet. The crazy thing about that book is I actually launched it bedside with my son in a coma, Mm. um, who'd been a victim of a hit and run, who was in the hospital for four and a half months while I was launching that book. That is the craziest thing. Like I did most of it from the hospital. They gave me an interview room. Then after that one, the biggest question I got asked about was sugar. And I really realized, you know, you need to figure out which foods you should eat, which foods will work for you. But then you need to figure out how much of the different big categories, carbs, protein, fat, you should be eating and get metabolically flexible. So that became sugar impact diet. It's all around food intolerance and carbon tolerance. So that's my consumer brand is really set up to focus on those things. Mm. And then off of that, I looked at it and I went, ah, you know, I need some people to collaborate with. It's lonely. (laughs) I'm so glad you say that because that's one of the big things that we hear from from Youpreneur Academy members is that they love the academy because it brings them together. It's a lonely job doing what we do a lot of the time. It's a lonely job and people think we're crazy. And I think they're (laughs) crazy. I think we're normal. Yeah, totally. And and they're just nuts. You know, working nine to five, doing something you don't like to me, that's a crazy, that's just crazy. So I needed to find people to, you know, work with, to partner with, to collaborate with. And I couldn't find the health people. I go to events and there'd be like three. And I thought, you know, we should just get together. So actually what we started to do at Brendan Burchard's Experts Academies was I was like, let's all just get together for lunch. I'll rent a room at the hotel and cater a lunch. And everyone shipped in and, you know, we had 12 people and then we had 30 people. And then we'd align down the hallway. (laughs) And then I started doing it as an event and the event got bigger. And then I launched a mastermind. So this whole thing just kept going and going and going. Right. And uh, what's crazy in that group is we've done $50 million in book advances alone in that group. I mean, it's done amazing stuff and it's the power of collaboration. So I'm glad you brought that up because collaboration is probably one of the most key success principles, but you got to be a member of a great group, right? Yes. Yeah. Which is why I'm so excited about being hanging out with you because I love your I love your whole thing. All of it. Well, thank you. <laughs> and, I, and I love your whole thing as well. And actually, for you guys, again, for you guys tuning in, this is just, this is the beginning of the JJ and Chris show right here because... <laughs> In November this year, yes, you've got it. JJ is going to be one of our keynote speakers at the Youpreneur Summit. So if you haven't got your ticket, head over to youpreneursummit.com. You can see JJ live on stage in London. It's going to be unbelievable. I'm, is, it, is it going to be okay for me to be just a tad giggly and giddy on stage when I introduce you? Oh, let's totally do that. Let's do it. Okay, good. Let's it's do done. It after we arm wrestle. <laughs> Well, no, because you'll beat me. I'm 100% sure of that. You spend way more time exercising than I do. <laughs> All right. So, so you kind of, you figured this out. You, help, you started to help people. You got the book deal. It was ridiculous. Four New York Times bestselling books, we should say as well. Not just the one. Um, a new one out very recently as well. Am I right? 
Yeah, that one, that one was a total different book because, you know, mm. I write, I write diet books and my agent was like, you got to write the story of what happened with your son and how you handled that. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Right. <laughs> you know, like you write a diet book, Chris, and they don't like your diet book. They're like, they didn't like your diet book. You write a book that's really your story and they don't like it. They don't like you. Right. It's like, no, thank you. And you got to like pull back the kimono. If you're going to do something like that, it's not like I think I'll put my toes in the water. It's like, I'm going in. Yes, so absolutely. it was, uh, it was an interesting book. What's interesting is I end up, even though it was kind of like a different direction than my consumer brand, it, it brings me so many more speaking engagements mm. and interviews. And so, well, I, okay, yeah. so I've got a theory behind that. I've got a theory behind that because there's a lot of authors that should we say go off script, right? When it comes to their usual thing and then they go off and they, and they do just what you've done with, uh, and the title, everybody warrior mum, seven secrets to bold, brave resilience. And you should definitely check it out whether you're a mum or not, that's not what it's about. It's it's about everything that JJ's gone through uh, and that very trying, stressful time of doing what she had to do with her boy and then obviously launching the first book. I mean, wow, all I can say is you've been through it, haven't you, right? But I see that a lot. My theory here is that when we do go off script, that people actually nine times out of 10, if they're already liking our stuff, when we go off script and we simply tell our story, they love us. Exactly. You know what, you know, what's so funny is they, is is people, people actually said to me this, like, it's amazing what people will say to you, especially online. You go, you know, I didn't really like you before. (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) I liked your work. Like I liked your diet and stuff. I was doing that, but I didn't really like you. And then I read your story. I Mm. love you. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, so often they don't get to see in. And so they think you're just this like, you know, like your life is wonderful and everything's perfect. And you got hit with the lucky stick and, you know, like you never had to worry about your weight, your health, your anything, money, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you pull back the kimono and say, this is what's really been going on. Yep. And more importantly, Warrior Mom was about how you show up in that situation and you know, the, the things that I use to show up in that situation, which by the way, I learned from a mentor at 30, which everyone go. can use in any situation. Cause the one thing we know for sure is that life gets hard. And the big difference between those who kill it in life, they're so successful is not, you know, the lucky stick. It's how they show up when things get hard. It's not yes. how they show up when things get easy. That's easy. Yes. I love this. Okay. God. Unfortunately, we've we've only got half an hour for this interview, <laughs> like we do know, with everyone but we, else. But we yapped so, so much beforehand. <laughs> I'm I so know. excited hanging out in London. I can't even stand it. Stand it, like it's stand be great. it. Yeah, it's I canceled great. a massive thing to come do this because I was. Like, I know, oh. now, and, and I will say, I I actually just indulge me here for a minute because I think it's important for people to know, and I'm being very serious here. I think it's important for for people to know that when someone like you in the position where you are, cancels something else to come and speak at the Upana Summit. There must be a good reason behind that. So I want to please do just, you know, focus on this for a second. What was it? What was the reasoning behind you deciding to make that decision to not do what you were planning on doing and come and speak at the summit instead? I'm really curious. 
I'm in love with what you're doing. I believe, so if you are an entrepreneur, there's, there's all this fear around building a personal brand or you can't sell a personal brand. You gotta, everyone needs to build a personal brand. Actually, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're an employee, you need to build your personal brand mm. in whatever you do. You've got to build your personal brand. And so I love, like I, when I first found your podcast, I immediately got your book, Youpreneur. Like this guy is like everything. I was so excited about it. So I'm really honored to be coming in and helping you support this because of this, this is a game changing idea for people. I believe, you know, in health, I believe in taking personal responsibility for your health. And I think that for all of us, again, whether we're an entrepreneur or an employee, we need to think like an entrepreneur. And part of that is build your personal brand, make yes. yourself the best you can be, right? Continue right. to up-level and it gives you options in whatever you want to do in life. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Okay. All right. So let's start diving now. Um, like I said, you ticked pretty much every box in that youpreneur ecosystem, right? And, I, you know, obviously it hasn't happened overnight. Yes, I guess it does get a little easier to tick some of those boxes once you've been on Dr. Phil or the Dr. Oz show or the Today Show and all the other shows that you've been on. But at the end of the day, it's down to you taking the action that you needed to take to fill those gaps, to launch those products and those services and things like that in order to build out that ecosystem, right? So let's talk about sort of the first couple of steps that you made above and beyond the book and, you know, the, the advances for, you know, books following the first one and the success that that had. When did you really start doubling down um, and with what project, particularly on the monetization side of your brand? Hmm. And I'm going to say something because that whole idea that it gets easier, I, I think it's a big urban myth, Chris. Okay, call it out. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I had a mentor who said, you know, it doesn't get easier, it's just more zeros. And That's true. It's true. You know, when you think about it, you always, and I just want to say this because I think we have a tendency to go, you know, when I get there, when I get there, it will be easy. When I get right. there, it will be easy. And, uh, you know, especially if you're doing something like you're on TV. I was on Dr. Phil for two years. During that time, I didn't know about this thing you're supposed to put on your website where people could put in their name and email address. <laughs> I didn't have that on my website. Right. So, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, do I you know. wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat with that one every now and then? Is that the, like, most ridiculous thing ever? I didn't have <laughs> the opt-in box on my website. And, you know, I mean, this was 14 years ago, but just think what would have happened if I did. And yeah. uh, just yeah. think if I'd had a coach back then. Um, I know it just, it's just crazy. And then I got off of that show because I got my own primetime ABC pilot. I was going to be famous, got paid to do that. And then that thing um, never aired. Oh. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to do TV anymore. That's ridiculous stuff. But here's what happens. If you're not on TV, you're no longer on TV. Like people yeah. don't go, oh yeah, you are, you know, then one of my mentors was like, get your butt back on TV. I'm like, okay. You know, but it wasn't, it's, it's one of those things where all these things, you still have to stay in there. I think the biggest success principle is grinding, grinding. I, I tell people I do 10 to 20 interviews a week, every week, every week. You know, I do a couple TV shows, try to get them in every month. Every, I mean, you just, that's what you do. You just have to keep 
grinding on all of these things. But for me, you know, it's funny, I, I'm doing the same type of grinding I've done my whole life. It's just, it's just the stage is bigger, <laughs> but I was always grinding. It just was local TV. Well, I, and, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that grind mentality. What I'm not a big fan of, there's a, for me, there's a big difference between grinding and hustling. And this whole hustle mentality, I think, is fundamentally killing the next generation of entrepreneurs because, you, I mean, we hear about people in their 20s working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, having freaking heart attacks. Like you didn't hear about that. Well, I'm a big, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big sleep person, exercise person, lifestyle person. Here's what I would tell you about all this stuff. I have designed my life to do work in what, you know, Dan Sullivan was one of my coaches and strategic coach and Mm -hmm. to work in my unique ability, only do the things I love. I don't do anything I don't like to do. I have two executive assistants. I have a personal assistant. I am surrounded, like I have everyone taking care of all the icky and all I do is the stuff I most love to do. And that's all I do. But I, but I do it consistently all the time. Right. And you know, the, the thing that really made the big shift for me was first of all, I going back and getting a mentor and getting into a group again, because I'd had a mentor at 30 and it made a big shift for me. And then I forgot about that for some reason for 15 years, kind of free fell. Right. And which is how you end up on Dr. Phil with no opt-in box because you right. didn't have a group going, hey, dummy, put the opt-in box on your... <laughs> so after that, I, I decided I better get a mentor and join a, a mastermind, which I did. I joined a $100,000 mastermind when I was dead broke. Half a million dollars in debt, not just broke, underwater. Mm. But that's when everything changed for me. That's when I went back on TV. When I went back on TV, I met my co-star, introduced me to his agent. His agent heard me talking about weight loss and all this. And she said, that food allergy thing, you should write a book on that. Now, I was speaking all over the place on that food intolerance thing, right? Back then, it wasn't a thing. No one was calling it food intolerance. They they thought it was an allergy. I kept having to explain it wasn't an allergy. Mm -hmm. But um, she was the one who said, you know, people would always come and ask me about it. But so often, I'm sure you see this, Chris, the thing that, that, is is your big thing you can't see it because it's under your like it's right under your nose everyone was yeah yeah, right everyone was asking me about it but i i just figured everybody talked about this i didn't know no one was talking about it like now you google food intolerance it's all over the place but back when the virgin diet came out it was not a thing at all right i mean we were we were just starting to go gluten-free wheat belly just came out So that's when everything really started to shift, but it shifted because I got this book advance and I went, all right, I had already published a book no one's heard about called Six Weeks to Sleeveless and Sexy because I didn't know how to do, how to do a book back then. I went, all right, this time I'm going to make this book go. So who knows how to make books go? Brendan Burchard knows how to make books go. I'll go to him. And I didn't go to him and try to like listen to his free stuff. No, I went and joined his group and I did everything and I'm highly coachable. I don't try to think I'm smarter, reinvent the wheel, make it better, blah, blah, blah. I did every single thing Brendan told me to do. Good, good. And, and yes, everything, every single thing. And guess what? I got the same. Brendan did, got a New York Times bestseller. I was on actually for 26 weeks with that book. And then um, he, got a, he got a $2.2 million advance. I got a $2.2 million advance on the next, on the next books. So it's like, we got the same results. It was very, I did what he told me to do and it worked. And then I went to Dr. Daniel Amen was a good friend. He goes, do a PBS special. I went and hired the best person for that. I did exactly what they told me to do. So, mm. you know, I think success leaves clues. This is where we really have it 
easy when you think about it is that you can look where you want to go and find the person who's there and hire them and do what they tell you to do. Mm. It may take you longer. It probably will take you shorter because they figured some things out. But if you do what they tell you to do, and I see this all the time, people go, you know, I, I'm going to do some of what you tell me to do. I'm like, well, then you'll get some of the results, but sure. not probably many of them. <laughs> it's not rocket science, right? It, it actually never ceases to amaze me where, I mean, as you well know, I have a high-end mastermind community. I mean, I, you can do your best to, um, you know, curate and, and, and get the best people in there. I've joined other high-end masterminds where I've paid good money to be there as well. And I'm like you. You tell me to do something. A, B, C, skip the rest and go straight to Z. I'm doing A, B, C, and then I'm skipping the rest and going to Z. I don't understand why people start messing around <laughs> with Ds and Ss and Qs and all the rest of it. And like, it makes no sense to me, but that just goes to show you that some people, although they're paying for the coaching and the mentoring, they're not willing to actually accept what they're being told. And I think that's a big issue a lot of the time. Doesn't it kill, you know, it, it, it's that 80-20 thing. And as much as like, because uh, we have a mastermind in health and then I have uh, another seven, eight, nine figure women's group that we're in. And I just keep looking at these going, it's the 70, the 80-20 rule always plays out. And they keep mm. going, no, I'm just going to try to get, I'm only going to get all the 20s this time. Nope, you can't do it. <laughs> it's always there. So <laughs> law of the universe. I, know, I love it. Okay. So the books clearly have been a major focus for you in considering uh, or rather taking into consideration positioning strategy. Great advances never hurt. That's for sure. Um, but then the online program comes along. The supplements come along as well. I'm curious to know at this point in your business, what is the side of the business that makes you the most money? So it's interesting. I always look at books when they give me an advance as my marketing budget. Mm -hmm. That's where I think, I think that, that that's a great reason, way to look at it. I love that. You, you, the reason you want a big advance is because the publisher has just said, I believe in you and I'm going to spend money on you. And so they're going to get there and work with you on this. But that's how I've always felt like that money is not my money. That's marketing. Right. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, I, I, you know, I have a lot of different income streams and I have, I have multiple companies. In my consumer brand, the majority of the money is and has always been made on supplements, mm -hmm. products. And I'll tell you what happened. I wrote The Virgin Diet, and in The Virgin Diet book, um, it says that you should start the day with The Virgin Diet Shake. Well, I had The Virgin Diet Shake. I went on Rachel Ray, and the Today Show on Rachel Ray, I made The Virgin Diet Shake. Um, and then I talked about on the Today Show, and boom, we sold out of all the Virgin Diet Shake Mix in like three days, you know? Oh, we yeah. back orders. It was craziness. Um, but I, it, what was so interesting was I had the Virgin Diet. I then had the Virgin Diet online program because for some reason, I'd missed this thing where Brendan was like, oh, you don't name the book and the program the same. But I was like, you didn't tell me that, dude. You know, <laughs> now I know that my books and my programs are not named the same. Breakthrough Food and Tolerance goes with the Virgin Diet book. But mm -hmm. what happened was um, we were doing the books and programs. And yes, we make money off of those. But the majority of the money was made off the products. And so I'll tell you, I did a silly thing. I thought to myself, oh my gosh, well, if 80% of my income is coming from products, 
And 20% is coming from books and programs. And by the way, 90% of my efforts, all free and free content, everything else. But maybe if that's the case, I should just focus completely on products, not bother with the books and the programs, just focus on products. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because when you look at the numbers, it would seem logical. Not so. What I did when I just when I just went straight to the products is I commoditized the products. Now people go, should I buy her shake or someone else's shake? What's the price on the shake? Blah, blah, blah. You know, when I brought people into my world, into my community with me and the coaches, they're in the programs, we're supporting them and celebrating them and explaining why they need to have the products that they need to have and, and what they should be using and how to use it and having contests for the people who make the best shakes. And when we do that, we sell products like crazy and people don't try to find other products because they're part of our community. And this is what the community that uses the products. And if someone brings up another product in the community, someone goes, Oh no, 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 you should be using JJ. You know, it's like JJ shake over here. So I learned an important lesson is that you've got to look, you know, you might be looking at your balance sheet going, Oh, look at this. But like you could look at your balance sheet and say, wow, we are spending so much time making all this free content. Mm. Maybe we shouldn't be spending our time there. And I'm like going, you know, 90% of what we do is free. Right. Doing stuff for free. You got to get but, people to fall in love with what you're all about, right? And for the long haul, like I look at it and I have people, I've actually never figured this advertising thing out, Chris. So $50 million plus later, I still have not really figured this advertising thing out. We've done some retargeting stuff, but we've never really, we've never advertised for, to a cold audience. This is like, I haven't figured this out. We're going to start. I keep saying that. And we're going to start. Apparently, we've got some funnel about ready. Uh, but I've never done that successfully today. I, you know, and I think I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that, that that in itself proves the power of personal brand. The right? You've been able to do everything you've done, make all the money you've made, impact all the people's lives that you've impacted, and you've never spent any real money on advertising. No, that, I just, huge. I just heard Rachel, Rachel Hollis was at traffic and conversion. She was doing a little interview with Brendan Burchard and Brendan, uh, what, she said, I've never advertised. I haven't figured that thing out yet. <laughs> Nancy right. is someone who just in her first two weeks of launching her first, this next book, she's sold over 200,000 copies and why she goes live every day and talks to her audience. Yep. You know, I mean, I've got people who've been with me for over a decade they follow go. me wherever I go. Like they'll go, oh yeah, I used to watch you on Dr. Phil. I'm like, wow, you know, before the opt-in. Yeah. So they just follow you and follow you and follow you and you build a relationship with them and then they bring their friends. That's, yes. Does it take longer? Yes. Is it real? Yes. Does it last? Yes. Which is more important? Trying to find that one person over and over and over again with ads or building these relationships with, with I want the lifers, Chris, you know? Mm, absolutely. I mean, and I love that term. And I think the first time I heard that term was via um, Shalene Johnson. And, and uh, Shalene dropped that on a podcast. So I listened from her a long, long time ago. And I know obviously many people use it, but that is exactly what we all should be doing for is the lifers bringing mm-hmm. the people on board that not just love you for what you do, but also that you personally want to carry on serving. Right. That you love, you know, on, right. We actually, we had to do this. Um, I'm doing some home shopping and we had to do this thing for home shopping where we needed more testimonials. And we thought, you know what, let's just, let's just get a bunch of them together 
So we get really what we want. And so we decided to bring them over to my house. So we had this whole thing and we brought a bunch of um, my top customers, clients, I hate to call them customers. They're like pals over. And what was so crazy is here they are, were, we hung out all day long. We had so much fun. We hung out in the backyard and then we went in the kitchen and we just hung out and they're all the same person. They were like, I was like going, these people are all the same people. Yep. They all want to hang out with each other. They all like, you know, it was just fantastic. It wasn't like there was like 20 very weird, different people. No, it was like, it was like 20 of the same person just wearing different clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's, and that's you knowing who your avatar is and, and, and not, and not kind of wanting to, you know, take the personal touch away from it, but call it the perfect customer or a perfect client or an avatar or a prospect, whatever you want to call it. If we don't know who we're ultimately creating these things, right, this stuff for, then we can never attract them en masse like that. Um, You might hit a few here and there, but like you say, you had all these people come around. They were fundamentally all the same person, even though they're all different sexes and ages and, you know, all that sort of type of stuff, right? Yeah, well, they weren't. They were all women. They were all like... Ah, okay. Now that's interesting. So you had... 45 to 60. Nope, nope. Not in my consumer brand. Here's the thing. In health, women, the majority of the healthcare decisions in a household are made by the woman. She's the CEO of the household. She's making the decisions. If she does, you know, if I, back when I used to see people one-on-one, if I did have male clients and I used to have a bunch of CEO men, but their wives brought them in. And then their, their friends got them. But for the most part, it was the women who were driving all this stuff. Mm, and so while okay. I have men, I think 15% of my um, programs men are in or 20%, but it's because they're the husbands, the partners, the brothers, right? right? right, right. And so I don't bother there. And, and for the most part, they're 45-year-old plus women. So I'm not good. I'm like, I'm not worried about what, I don't even know what they're called now. It's like Gen Y, I don't care what they're doing or the millennial. It doesn't matter what they're doing. It doesn't matter where they are. I'm not Snapchatting. I'm not over there because it doesn't have any impact on my audience. They're not Mm. there, you know? So I don't go there either. I just, I speak where they are. I go where they are. That's for my consumer brand. Very different in my Mindshare brand. It's all Doctor, a lot of functional medicine docs, um, health experts, health entrepreneurs. Okay. I, and that's all it is. I do not, people are like, why don't you just coach other business people? I go, because I don't. I like to work in the health. Those are my people. And, I right. love them. And there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, I mean, quite clearly, you figured out what you want to do and how you want to do it and who you want to do it with, right? Absolutely. And it's much more, it's actually way easier because, you know, it's like, that's where we specialize and focus on. It's very, you know, I, I so believe in their missions and what they're doing and talk about a group that needs to build the personal brand. Right. I'm with you hundred percent. Okay. So, all right. So the books, then you got the supplements and the shakes and the bars and all that fun, great money-making stuff. And I love it all. Um, Let's deep dive just for a minute on the online program side of things. Cause this is something like you said, you hadn't thought about it for a while and then you dive in on that. Obviously like, I don't know about you, but I have very limited technical know-how and capability. I'm 
somewhat of an idiot, quite frankly. <laughs> um, but I'm smart enough to know that I can pay great people to come in and help me put together whatever it is I want to serve up for the people I want to help, right? So was there a big learning curve there for you doing what you were doing and then kind of going very techie? Or did you... Who said I went techie, Chris? <laughs> That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. Like as techie as I go is like I figured out how to put my camera into my laptop. Right. Here's what happened. And this is where actually I got in a little bit of an argument with with Brendan when he was my coach. Because we should all know how to do our like email sends, like all that stuff. And I go, I'm not going to spend any time learning that. (laughs) And he's looking at me and I go, I'm not doing that. Like, cause everyone else was like, Brendan, whatever you say. And I'm like, you know what? Everything else I'm like totally with you, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend any time learning how to code. Like I'm not, this is not happening. Right. And he goes, but what happens if it goes down? I go, I'll have backup. Yeah. I go, I'll get three people. I go, but I know what my value is. And for me this. to spend time over there is just silly. Makes no right. sense. So I will tell you that in the old days, I laid out the course exactly how I wanted it, right? Like, here's a, here's a little secret, Chris. I don't write my books either because I hate writing. I was an English major in college, but I do not write because it's not how my voice comes out. My voice comes out when I speak. So instead of that, I outline it and then I teach it to audiences because that's when my like my personality comes out. So I either put a Facebook Live, I'll do a tele-seminar, whatever I have mm-hmm. to do. But that's how I do all my books. Yeah. I would do it that way, right? Or interviews or whatever. So for the programs, I'd outline them. And then and now I outline them, but then I have a curriculum person who, who outlines them even further and puts all the nice. other pieces in place and takes nice. the whole thing. And I just go in front of a video camera with the team and do my piece. And I don't do any of their stuff. They put together the meal plans and the recipes and all the rest of the stuff. I, I review it all just to make sure it looks good, but, and it's brand consistent, but they all know the brand now and they all know the, the, and and honestly, I wrote these books and these programs to be very simple to follow. Like my superhero talent, my superpower is that I can take complicated stuff and make it so easy to follow that anyone could do it and teach it. I love it. I agree. So I want to clarify that what I loved about that little segment right there was the fact that you accepted that you were just not going to have any of this. Like you knew what you needed to be doing. You delegate, you bring people in to get it done for you. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on that program. There are, you know, things that you can you know, download and watch and listen to and all that stuff. And I love that. You know, I'll show up, I'll do my thing and you guys can take care of the rest. And that's the way it's going to work. And I think, you know, time, I often say, is our most valuable commodity as an entrepreneur. And I love the fact that you're super hyper aware of where you should be spending your time. Do you know what's so funny, Chris? I literally did this in college. When I was in college, I was a personal trainer. It was, there were three of us. We were the first three in the country, Mark Sisson and Body by Jake and me. And so I was making, like, I started at 35 and then went to 45. I kept raising my rates. And every time I raised my rates, I got a waiting list. It was kind of funny. So I kept raising them and I wanted to see how far I could go. And it was the crazy thing is most people just need to raise their rates. That's the fastest way to improve your bottom line, raise your rates. Because it generally will make people want you more, not less. But what I figured out back then is even at $35 an hour, I go, why would I ever go to the store or run any errands? You know, when I could pay someone back then, you could pay someone 10 to $15 an hour. Like it just made no sense. So I always look at something and I think if someone could do it faster, cheaper, or better, why am I doing it? 
It's a perfectly fine question to ask yourself. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. So let's let's recap here then. Hyper aware of where you should be spending your time. Hyper aware of your perfect customer, the people that you want to help and you know inspire the most. Being very aware of what you, you know, what they need and how you can serve it up to them in different forms, you know, aka books, supplements online programs, all that sort of stuff. How do you feel about, and, and we'll wrap up with this, how do you feel about knowing when to let go of something? Because obviously there's got to be a whole bunch of stuff that you've tried that didn't quite work out the way you wanted it to. How do you feel about that? Because I think we we can sometimes, like you say, sometimes we're too close, right? We can't see it. Yes. So what does JJ do when something doesn't go according to plan? Well, and also there's the, what do you need to let go of, even if it's working to go to the next level? Great, there's that great point. Too. Great point. Oh, I love that. Great point. That, so that how do you one, handle that? I know. So that, that one I'll start with, because to me, that's almost easier, is I... I have to create, I have to overschedule myself and know that I blew it and I shouldn't still be doing that thing and get myself so irritated with myself and then I don't do it again. <laughs> that, so there's a strategy. There's a strategy. Bonkers, not, right? a, yeah. not a great strategy. I had a great mentor early, my, my <clears throat> second mentor, and she would just go, I, I remember I was sitting with her at her $100,000 mastermind. She goes, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is over. This is the last one. In fact, you finish it. I'm leaving. And I'm like, wow. You know, she just killed the whole thing off. I, she was done. She wanted to create more space. She, I was like, all right, that's not how I'm going to do things. But, you know, you can tell when you should have said, she'd, she'd always say, why did you say yes to that? You're JJ freaking virgin. Do you not get that? And I'd be like, ooh, you know, and you need that person around you who goes, what are you saying yes to that for? Make sure that it's taking you further. Like, is this moving further along the path or is it a distraction? Yeah. You know, that's the first thing. Now, I love trying new stuff. But what I've really learned to do, because I spent so much time when we launched Warrior Mom, we launched with the wrong title. I knew it was the wrong title. I couldn't figure it out. I figured out Warrior Mom because I was doing this interview with Mark Hyman and someone said, we had to have you on this show because you were such a badass mom. And I go, I'm a warrior mom. And I'm like, damn, that's the title. We'd already published the book. It had been like a total snore. It didn't work because mm -hmm. it was Miracle Mindset, which didn't which made the Christian community confused and upset with me. And it made the woo woo community confused. And it, like, it just didn't fit anywhere. It was like, what is this? You know? So it totally works as warrior mom. But, but what I did along with that was I went to what I knew how to do was like, you do a book. I actually did a documentary with it. I put it on public television. I did a course. I did every single thing the way I was supposed to do it. We had all the tech working. It was beautiful and it didn't work. Mm. And I violated the biggest principle that I that I that we all need to do. When should you stop doing something? Don't even start unless you go talk to audiences. This is where speaking is so important. And I don't care if it's an audience of 10. My first couple talks were three people. You know, you go talk to people about your thing. And if they don't follow you out of the room wanting to know more about your thing, you don't have a thing. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Right? I mean, so you can do that on social media. You can do that. But before you build a thing, see if anyone wants the thing. Don't get too emotionally involved in your thing. I love it. <laughs> so, so, so what do we call the, this, what do we call this episode? What, I mean, I think, the, I think the thing, <laughs> the thing needs to be in the we'll title. The thing. I know it sounds like a horror movie though, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, either that or a cartoon character, one of the, one or the other. Yeah. Um, JJ like the Virgin. Pop. 
you're you're amazing. I think you're great. I can't wait to introduce you on the stage at the Upinor Summit later this year. It's going to be a true highlight for for the entire year for me. Um, for you guys tuning in, if you want to find out a little bit more about JJ and what she's all about, and the books and the programs and all the rest of it, you can head over to youpreneur.com forward slash 339. We'll put links to everything there. And I will say, even if you are not the target audience of JJ, aka in your mid-40s and a lady, go there anyway and get a free MBA in how to build a personal brand business because it's right there. All the gaps are filled in. She's doing it right. Aren't you, my love? Ah, oh, well, if you say so, I must be. <laughs> You're doing just fine. Trust me. Um, <laughs> I can't wait till November. It's going to be incredible. And I just, I'm super happy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. And for you guys tuning in, I'll be back at you again with another episode of Youpreneur FM next week. Until then, take good care and I'll talk to you then. Bye for now. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love for you to check out the Youpreneur Mastermind Community. It's the go-to resource for everyone wanting to build a profitable, future-proof business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. So whether you're just starting out or if you've been working hard on your personal brand and building your online platform for a while, the Youpreneur Mastermind Community can help you take everything you've been doing to the next level. With lots of training, live mastermind calls, and thriving community forums where you can get the feedback, advice, and more energy and encouragement than you'll know what to do with, the Youpreneur Mastermind community is the perfect place for anyone wanting to learn how to build, market, and monetize their personal brand. For more info and to get started on your new Youpreneur journey, head over to youpreneur.com today. I'll see you on the inside.